Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, like tedious commutes to work or dealing with your annoying boss. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on their crossword puzzles, even though they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So there's literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole, more like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Welcome to r slash true off my chest, where OP's girlfriend cheats on him with a YouTuber. Our next Reddit post is from Kid Awesome. My girlfriend slept with her celebrity crush. My girlfriend and I have been dating for four years. We live together. During that time, she's been obsessed with a very minor YouTube musician. He has a few videos with a couple million views and a small following. During our entire relationship, she's always claimed that he was her exception. I always assumed that it was a joke, and I'd fire right back with my own celebrity crush. Well, he went on tour and played in a city near us at a small venue. She went with a coworker to see him. After the concert, she didn't come home that night or answer my texts. I assumed that she slept over at the co-workers since she lives closer to the venue. She came home the next morning and didn't talk about the concert much. I asked questions and got vague answers, which was odd. I assumed that she was tired. Later that day, she broke the news to me. It was bizarre. She said it with a smile on her face, as though I was going to be happy and excited for her. But I'm heartbroken. I was yelling. We were both crying. She said that she didn't know how I'd react, but she didn't think that it would be this extreme. She said I always knew that he was her exception. I didn't think that she was serious. I'm currently staying in a motel, and I don't know what to do. I love her so much, but I can't think about her without also thinking about what she did. She has tainted my memory of her. I can't help but think that she clearly doesn't love me unconditionally like she claims that she does. Because this is not love. Clearly, I'm not the one that she's obsessing over, even though she's the one who I've always obsessed over. 
if I'm not enough for her, then I don't know if I ever will be. And it clearly seems as though I'm not enough for her. I'm lost. I'm hurt. I'm alone. Down in the comments, we have this story from Jeremy77. I had a female friend whose crush was Christopher Engel from Never Shout Never. He came to Columbus, Ohio once, where she luckily got to meet him. He brought her up on stage, and he even asked her to go back to his hotel with him. I was honestly in awe. She's a cute, bubbly, free-spirited girl with beautiful blue hair, so it doesn't surprise me that she caught his attention. But she declined him. She was engaged at the time, and I admired the hell out of her for it. Most people need to understand, just because someone is famous, that doesn't mean that if by some miracle you get to sleep with them, then it would be okay. Sorry, OP. You need to break up with her. Our next Reddit post is from Unfortunate Wife. I'm a 37-year-old woman, and I'm going through a divorce with my husband, who's 43, because he's not the same person I married anymore. We've been married for 12 years. We have two daughters. I thought that everything was perfect in our life. We had good communication, a good life. There were arguments, but we solved those as a team. Until one day, my husband started obsessing over the traditional life. But we're not a traditional couple. We both work, do chores, and do childcare. He never complained about it. Around March this year, he started acting weird. He complained about how I looked. He complained about the food. He complained about me working long hours. I work the same hours that he does. Throughout our marriage, he's never had any complaints about the food that I cook. I dress up in more comfortable attire when I'm at my house. He never had a problem with that, ever. It all started to change when he began consuming traditional TikTok videos. I noticed that he watches videos of a certain popular TikTok girl who posts content about being a traditional wife. Her content looked made up and not realistic to me because it was 100% made for the male audience. From there, my husband started complaining. Why can't you dress like she does when you're at home? Why don't you cook like her? I wish I had a wife like her who was waiting for me to come home. You don't love me because you don't see me as an authority in my own house. I tried to reason with him. He wanted me to quit my job and be a full-time housewife. I told him that it wasn't possible with our current income. Then, he started to share all those videos on different social media. The verbal abuse didn't stop just there. It was basically a regular thing. He would constantly tell me that I'm not worthy. That he needs a wife who's submissive, like that TikToker. I told him that was all just an act that she puts on for the world to see. That this is not reality. Plus, nobody cleans their house wearing pretty dresses. Otherwise, the dresses would get dirty. My husband would ignore me, and he would always compare me to his friend's wife, who's a homemaker. But he knew that I wasn't the type of woman who wanted to be a homemaker. He had no problem with it before. I tried to tell him to stop watching this type of content. It really hurts me that he would idolize another woman rather than his wife. My last straw came when I caught him talking to another woman. He wasn't even ashamed or felt remorse. He told me he deserves better. Now, here I am, waiting for my divorce to finalize. He's already moved on with the type of girl that he wanted. I don't know why it happened. How did I lose a sweet, loving husband overnight over something stupid? Well, OP, because TikTok corrupts your brain. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love TikTok, I look at it every day, but yeah, it 100% corrupts your brain. And you know, even just reading Reddit stories all the time, that also kind of messes with my psyche sometimes, because you just get so used to the negativity of people, you sometimes have to just take a step back and have like a reality check and be like, okay, that's enough internet, the world doesn't actually work this way.
And you know, what's so funny about this post is as much as this guy wanted OP to be a traditional wife, how was he a traditional husband? He wasn't making enough to support both of them, and he wasn't supporting his wife. So by his own standard, he's a hypocrite. Our next Reddit post is from random name number. I once looked up to my cousin. I thought that he was a great guy, and we were close, like brothers. I was also dating a girl, and I was deeply in love with her, and I planned to marry her someday. I thought my life was perfect. One day, I came home early because a colleague offered to cover my shift. I was pretty tired, so I accepted it and went home. When I arrived home, I found them both in my bed passionately hugging. Both of them were shocked, to say the least. I told them I wanted them gone by the time I got back and left the house. They were gone by the time I got back, but she left me a note telling me that she was sorry and to call her when I'd calmed down. I didn't call her. I texted her saying that I would gather her things and drop them off at my cousin's in a few days because now she's staying with him, not me. I followed through with that. It took about a week to transfer everything. Both of them tried to apologize, but I didn't have anything nice to say to them, so I said nothing. I just knocked on the door, handed the bags to whoever answered, and left. My cousin called me multiple times to try to apologize, but I refused to accept the call. Three years have passed since then. I went no contact with them. I didn't bring it up to the rest of my family or any of their friends. I'm not sure why. I just didn't. I got a call from a number I didn't recognize, so I answered. It was my cousin. He sounded really happy and was acting like he hadn't destroyed my life. He explained that he and my ex were getting married and he wanted me to be his best man? I was so angry that he had the utter gall to act like nothing was wrong and lost my temper. I yelled at him and called him names before hanging up. He sent me a text telling me the offer still stood and if I didn't want to be his best man, then he simply wouldn't have one. A few days passed by and I had an idea. I texted him back and apologized. I sent a paragraph of BS saying that I was still angry, but this could be an opportunity for the three of us to heal and move past it. He was overjoyed and said that he would pay for everything and he'd help me pick out a suit if I wanted to, which I accepted because I sure as hell wasn't going to spend any money on his stupid wedding if I could help it. The wedding day came. I spent the week prior writing a speech, putting all the negative feelings that had bottled up over the years into words on paper. The wedding was pretty good. I'm sure one of them must have some nice, well-paying job or something because they must have spent a decent amount of money on this wedding based on how nice it was. Our entire family was there, as was a decent chunk of my ex's family. Eventually, the time for my speech came. I just remember feeling really nervous as it built up to this, and my voice kept faltering when I was reading out, but I didn't and still don't care. At least I got it off my chest. I explained what these two horrible people had done to me. I called them the worst names I could think of and wished them the worst. Then I left. I was expecting some kind of dramatic moment from all the guests. Gasps of shock and all that, but there was none of that. Everyone was silent. On my way home, I got a call from my mother angrily telling me that I'd ruined the wedding, and both of them were so upset, and she asked me why I'd do this. I told her they deserved it for what they'd done to me, and everything I said in the speech was true. She kept defending them, so I swore at her and hung up. Since then, I've gotten several angry calls from people who are angry that I ruined the wedding. I've also received a few texts from people who were being supportive of me, telling me they would be there if I needed to talk. 
I'm not sure if I feel better having done this, but it did bring me great catharsis when people were telling me the wedding was ruined. At least now, those two felt a fraction of what they made me feel. Our next Reddit post is from Efficient Advance. My girlfriend and I have been dating for three years, living together for two, and up until now, I thought that we wanted the same trajectory for our relationship commitment, cohabitation, and eventually marriage. My girlfriend has always been more of the U-Haul type, which I admire in a lot of ways, while I prefer to take things slow and definitely fall on the more traditional side of things. My brother jokingly calls me the straightest gay, and I can see where he's coming from. We've discussed marriage, with the idea of an engagement within the next six months or so. Well, she came to me last week and said that she learned a lot about polyamory and feels that it's wonderful and is something that she feels compelled to explore. And she would love to take that journey with me. My very first thought in that moment was, no, absolute non-starter, and my feelings haven't budged one bit. I love my girlfriend, and in general, I want to be adventurous and go outside my comfort zone for the sake of new experiences with her. But opening up the relationship is just an absolute no. I want to give my whole heart to one full-time partner, not settle for several part-time ones. I don't want a calendar to keep track of who she's passionately hugging each week. I don't want her to fall in love with someone else, and I don't want to go through the painful motions of trying to fall in love with another person at the same time. It just won't happen for me. It's not who I am. She's begging me to read some books, be open-minded, at least think about considering it instead of shutting the whole thing down. I don't want to read any books. I already know that I do not want this. I told her that she needs to figure out on her own if she can be happy with just the two of us, and take responsibility for initiating the breakup if she can't. There's no such thing as being half poly, so she needs to make the choice. Honestly, we're both crushed at the thought, but she feels like I'm being unfair. I resent the idea of having to earn my right to say no, but I'm starting to feel unsure of how best to handle this. OP, sounds like the relationship is already over. Even if you both agreed to go monogamous, there's always going to be that little part in the back of your mind that's going to wonder, is she sneaking out on me? So I think the trust in the relationship is probably destroyed at this point. Our next Reddit post is from Throw Far Far Away. So I'm a 21-year-old woman, and I've been dating my boyfriend, who's 22 for three years. He's known that I was bi since we started dating, and had never really said anything about it until last year. Then, he met my college friend, Maya. Maya is also bi, and very beautiful, but while she's honest about her past experiences, she's not one to brag. While we were in a group playing drinking games last year, Maya opened up about a threesome she had before, and I guess that's where my boyfriend got the idea. I was against having a threesome when he brought it up at first, but eventually he wore me down. When I finally said yes, he immediately suggested Maya, which, looking back, was his aim from the start. When we approached Maya, she was down for it, and we made plans that worked for everyone's schedule. Maya texted me separately multiple times to make sure that I was on board and comfortable, because, as she put it, it just didn't seem my style. I told her I was on board, and not to worry because me and my boyfriend had talked about it. When the day came, she surprisingly took the lead, which I don't think my boyfriend was expecting either. I'll spare you the details, but she made sure the focus was me and actually instructed my boyfriend on what to do. If he tried to focus on her, she would gently redirect him towards me, saying things like, Oh, look how pretty your girlfriend is when you do this. She barely let him touch her without asking me, Do you want to do blank? She would praise me a lot throughout the process, which is something I didn't even realize I liked. 
She also checked on both of us through the whole thing. I honestly think that it was the best me and my boyfriend ever had. After it was over, she did what she called aftercare and made us comfortable. I don't remember me or my boyfriend falling asleep, but when we woke up, breakfast was made. Maya is a professional chef, so it was amazing. She also left us a note because she had work in the afternoon and she was sorry that she couldn't stay. I feel like the dynamic between me and my boyfriend changed since I know that we have to talk about it, but I don't know what to say. After that, OP posted an update, which is a bit long and dry, so I'll just summarize. Basically, she talked to her boyfriend afterwards and decided to break up with him. She also decided not to pursue a relationship with Maya, so ultimately, she ended up single. Our next Reddit post is from Obvious Result. My sister met her boyfriend when she was 17, and he was 30. He quickly groomed her, but waited until she was 18 before sleeping with her and then getting her pregnant. We could see that she was pulling away, and we saw her lying to us. My mom divorced a mentally and financially abusive man prior to meeting my dad, so she was very familiar with the signs. When my sister announced that she was pregnant, we were all obviously shocked. I told my mom that I would buy some baby items. My mom and I discussed me buying two of everything, one for my parents' house and one for their apartment. We knew that there was emotional and financial abuse going on, but my mom explained that we couldn't tell her not to see him or it would help him control her. This was our way of building a home for her when she was ready to leave. Anyways, my sister told me today that she was pissed that all the nicer baby stuff was at my parents' home, which was my mom's idea. We kept the nicer stuff at my mom's house for a reason. My mom ended up passing away prior to my sister giving birth. And her abusive ex kicked her out on Christmas a week after my mom died simply because she was depressed while pregnant. Our idea worked because my sister felt comfortable leaving because we had all the baby stuff at our dad's house, including the baby supplies and clothes. So when her ex tried to hold the baby items hostage, she didn't have to fall for his trap. She gave birth at the age of 19, and she's now 21. My nephew will be two years old soon. Today, me and my sister were talking, and she said that she didn't realize until my nephew's first birthday what my mom and I did. I know my mom would be happy to know that our plan worked. Oh, this is sweet, especially because you're proud of your mom, but OP, your mom would be proud of you. That was our slash true off my chest. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.